Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Obsession. It is the big one, the Anime Awards episode. Yay! Chris is gonna. Is that the big one? Is that what we're settling on for the big one? Yeah, it's the big one. We were off last week because of the holidays. Wink. Just kidding. We played video games with the boys and didn't feel like recording. But here, look, we man, twenty twenty. That's that's enough of a holiday. All right. Yeah. Twenty twenty's gone. It, it was. It was Christmas break. It was a bit of a, it was a bit impromptu, but it was Christmas break. I took all last week off from work. It was great. But now, as I said, the big one, the Anime Awards podcast. If you don't like anime, Chris come up with a nice clickbait title so they download the episode and then they can fuck right <laughs> off. But because Chris does not watch a lot of anime, although we talk about anime a lot, I know it's a weird dynamic. Today, we are joined once again by our friend Gunner. Say hello to the people, Gunner. Hello, people. Send help, please. Okay. And then we also have another guest, first time on the show, Casey. I'm also being held against my will. I'd just like to state that. They were both here voluntarily. They're, they're legally obligated to say that. <laughs> but any, we're just going to fill up DeFranco this and jump right into it. Um, a little bit of information before we start on how we will be going through this. I scoured the internet, both, uh, the anime trending nominees and my anime list of all the shows that came out this last year. And I came up with how many, how many categories did I come up with? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve categories, uh, that are all that you need to know. All the other anime awards are bullshit. These are the ones, these the standalone ones. We won't have a single winner in any of them because that's just how we do things. So, you, you know, the definitive anime awards. But Chris is going to be the MC going through the categories and the nominees um, since I came up with everything that's on there. Uh, if Casey or Gunner have some additions that they would like to throw into the ring, we will open the floor to that. Otherwise, we will pick which nominees in each category that we think is the winner, um, give our thoughts on it, why we think this that show is the show character, whatever the category is, is the best, and have some fun, witty banner about yeah. anime. As so, Hayden tells us why we're wrong. <laughs> yes, there's going to probably be a lot of me telling you have tr- telling people that I have trash taste and vice versa. I'm that's, open. That's for just your, your opinion, man. Hit me. It comes with the anime territory. Yeah, everyone has trash taste. If you watch enough anime, you just—it's just what you come to realize about yourself. Right, which is why, since I don't watch a lot of anime, I have good taste. Um, I don't think it works that way, <laughs> but I only uh, watch what's th- worth my time. <laughs> that, that's a stretch. Okay, well, without further ado, I was a little prissy bitch and ordered the categories. The most Oscars-like I could think of. So, Chris, take us away with the first category. All right, so we're going to start with the uh, the category with the least amount of nominees. Uh, for the most part, I think I've got the the full titles more or less down for uh, all the shows on the list. But while Hayden was typing it up, he used uh, abbreviations or enough words to get the idea of the title across. Uh, so if there's a show you don't necessarily recognize, feel free to Google it. Look it up for yourself if you'd like to participate in your own way. Uh, so first of all, we are going to start with best comedy. Uh, we have 
Setone Academy, Kaguya-sama Love is War, uh, My Next Life as a Villainess, Princess Connect Redive, and Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Okay, who wants to? Hayden? I'm going first. Okay. So this one was, this one's kind of tough because I really enjoyed Princess Connect Redive and this is, this isn't going into my decision, but the uh, gotcha game comes out soon. Looking forward to that. Give it a subscribe so we get extra currency. I don't know what it is. Casey, I know you've, my, man, I know my you've wallet. probably pre-signed up or whatever. <laughs> oh, my wallet hurts already, man. <laughs> but, um... I feel like the favorite in this this category is Kaguya-sama just because of the memes. Like I don't know of an anime that has been that gets more meme potential on the anime subreddits than Kaguya-sama. But I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't push and pull for Sleepy Princess because that show was awesome and I would almost argue it was one of if not the best show of this fall season that just wrapped Mm up uh the humor in it i found to be great that's the one thing about the comedy category that is kind of hard to pick nominees for is because i feel like comedy in anime is very personal so like i the only reason why seton academy is on here is because i really i thought there was some pretty funny parts in it but i don't know if i don't actually know if anyone else has watched it but I have no idea if you'd find that funny. But for me, Sleepy Princess was really funny. The visual gags are great. And I'm that's my pick is Sleepy Princess for the best comedy category. That's a solid pick. That's a solid pick, but I, I got to bring it back. It's got to be Kaguya. Ooh, some just, distinction. E- yo, e- even beyond the memes, it's just such a, a perfect show. The show itself is a meme. This... It just wins. It just does. <laughs> it just works. That's it. It just wins. It just it works. It it's like lemon and sprite. It goes together perfectly. Uh, so um, I'll probably back you up what on this thoughts? one, Hayden, and say uh, Sleepy Princess. I feel like I because I put Villainess on there, but I don't even really know if that one. Would you call that one? A, I put it in the comedy. I think I might have put it in it. It might be up for another one. But it's one of those shows that's a weird mix mm-hmm. of, like, it's not just a comedy. It's also just kind of like a, well, it's an isekai, yeah. for one, which is, I forget. And then it's more of, like, a slice-of-life show than I think anything. But most it's, comedies would fall under that. It's, it's very um, much a task-fail-successfully yeah, kind of show where <laughs> that's where most of the comedy comes from is just various misunderstandings. Yeah, and I... I feel like for me, Sleepy Princess has a lot of recency bias. I True. think if I had rewatched Kaguya-sama, it would be a lot harder for me to tell because, like, I really enjoyed Kaguya-sama too. Although, as I say that, I liked season one a little bit more than season two. Wait, did I? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> We're not talking about season two. I need though, to, that's from this I year. guess I got to go rewatch it because I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. I think you might be getting hit with the nostalgia for season one because I think season two was better. Who was the uh, the new student council member that they add in season two? You know, if you would have asked me like five minutes ago, I would have just rattled <laughs> it off. I'd... Well, I really like her, so mm, I'm not changing my pick. <laughs> I'm, my, my pick is Sleepy Princess, but this category is, 
I mean, 1A, 1B between Sleepy Princess and Kaguya-sama, I yeah. think. Yeah. But all of them, I think, are solid. Here's the other thing. is just, This is my reason to plug literally every show that's nominated here. I think these are all the shows that were kind of worth watching this year. There weren't a lot of them. Probably get to that when we get to... I'll go on a rant about that when we get closer to show of the year. But uh, 2020 wasn't the greatest. But we got some decent shows, as you'll see with us discussing. So I think... And speaking of shows that can be best described as decent. We are moving on to the best isekai slash fantasy category. Gunner's favorite. We're... We're still still beating the Isekai horse that we will for several oh, yeah. years. Well, I did I did combine it with fantasy so that it was a I little more. I mean, it's basically drawn. the same thing now. I'm I'm I, I <laughs> yeah. want just a, a fantasy that isn't Isekai. Like every everything. Don Maji. Gen- yeah, Don Maji is the <laughs> I, only. I think that that's about the only one that's that is just straight isekai, fantasy. Really. Yeah. Like that was like back before the the whole hump came out of it. So for the nominees, we have Bofudi. Ascendance of a Bookworm, Danmachi, Princess Connect Redive, ReZero, My Next Life as a Villainess, Somali, and Wandering Witch. I guess I'll just I'll I guess I'll just keep going first. I actually don't even know oh, this one I don't know how I don't pick ReZero because season two of ReZero was amazing. Yeah, ReZero is kind of coming in here as I I would assume a favorite, being the second season of an already insanely popular show. That's uh, not not hitting the highs of a show like Attack on Titan, but I feel like ReZero is real close to breaking out of the, oh, it's just anime mainstream, you know? Yeah, because a lot of people really enjoyed the first season, but they're, I think the Trash Taste guys were talking about season two a little bit, and we're talking about how like the things, some of the things that kept season one from being like a 10 out of 10. And then season two's like, hey, hold my beer. I heard all that criticism. Let me address all the world building that you <laughs> didn't get in season one. The first was the just a prologue. That... Surprise. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that would keep me potentially from giving it to ReZero is the fact that it's only half of the season. But that half of the season was really good. And we got a slow. I think there's only one in the best girl category. But a slew of best girl nominees. New best girl <laughs> nominees from that show. So I'm going with ReZero, and I can give a little shout out to some of the other shows on here, depending on what Gunner and Casey have to say. Yeah, I'll pick it up next. So for me, I'm going to come out and be honest. I haven't seen the second season of ReZero yet. I'm, fi- I'm waiting for it to finish up Oof. so I can go at it all in one go. But that's beyond fair. that, like, it's just kind of unfair because I've always been a Don Machi fan, so that's something I always lean towards. But, like, for a show that isn't, for first season show on this list, I definitely have to give it to like Bofuri because it's just like comfy shield hero. It's just so very entertaining yeah. how it's basically it's an MA of how someone just breaks the game. It's a game dev's worst nightmare. It's a very just yeah. fun show. Casey, what are your it's thoughts? Me, I, I'm not going to lie. I got to give it to the one that surprised me is uh, Wondering Witch Elena. Really? Interesting. Yeah. It's, I, it's just so different uh, i think that's what it standed out for me is it went away from the oh happy go lucky fantasy it's oh yeah it looks happy go lucky but uh yeah everybody in those flowers are dead and then like episode eight happens when they have to put on screen the uh some of the content isn't appropriate for young children and you're like Wait, yeah what 
<laughs> it's it's almost like running into Goblin Slayer first episode all over again. See, I, I put this in a little review I wrote of it, that the one thing that kept Wandering Witch being higher up my like ranking list of just a sh- as a show was kind of that that episode that is just like oh this episode is gonna get really kind of fucked up that was my favorite episode and too many of them were just kind of like oh she's doing something silly um but casey have you seen uh how did i already forget the other anime kino's journey kino's i have and it is basically the same thing okay i was just yeah. curious if you had seen that yeah, no, I, I've seen it. Swap out motorcycle. I see the uh, similarities. Yeah, because it's it's pretty much the same thing as Kino's Journey, but Witch Girl version. Yep. Um, okay, that's interesting. I didn't actually think anyone would pick that one, so that's cool to see. Um, little shout out to some of the other shows: Ascendance of the of a Bookworm. It was season two this year. It's a really Gunner. You wanted a well, actually, that is a Isekai. So- not the I haven't side, seen the anime. I've read the books. <laughs> yeah, but that anime is really good. It's just yeah. solid. There's, I, I have it on a list to come back to and watch. It's really solid. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I, I would. It's definitely worth watching. Uh, Don Machi season three. Casey Gunner and I are all huge Don Machi fans. Yep. But no brainer. This is season three definitely better than season two from an adaptation standpoint. Still don't think it's as good as season one, but still pretty solid. Princess Connect Redive on here again. I think these are the only two it's in, but just really solid, really fun show. ReZero, as we said, um, Villainess here again too, because it's an isekai that, you know, like most isekai, you forget it's an isekai after the first episode. (laughs) It's like, hey, look, we're in another world. Now let's just forget that and here's our fantasy world yeah let's forget about trying to get home let's just let's just live here now yeah yeah screw the screw the old ways and then uh somali which i think i believe came out in the winter of 2020 so it was at the beginning of the year a really solid show really beautiful show the uh animation in it is really nice although i don't think i put that in best animation because you know i'm a genius um but that's also a really good one um trying to think there's one that has a lot of vibes of but i can't remember what that show would be but uh yeah overall these were the best isekai uh there were a lot of trash ones this year um oh man were there but as this is normally in in traditional media i tend to think that uh the the genres where creativity goes to die is comedy and horror uh but in anime uh isekai is kind of it's it's kind of the battle royale genre of anime <laughs> yeah. where there can only be one have one and to an extent it doesn't matter if it's good or not at least that's the way it seems i think it's just because it's such an easy concept to write a light novel about and they're only really they're adapting adapting so many light mm-hmm. novels right now over manga that it's so- just there's so much money to be made in it. Why not make one? Because you might get an anime adaptation and <laughs> as an author and then make even more money. So I think it's a right. market thing more than anything and, right now. And to an extent, you know, when you do it right, because most isekai 
uh, have to do with being reincarnated either in a video game or in a world inspired by video games. I can see where an isekai is sort of a comfort genre, where it's it's a very easy show to not only insert yourself as, oh man, what if I was the protagonist, but also the kind of show and setting that you want to do that in. Uh, I mean, like, something like ReZero, you don't really want to be Subaru, but you want to be Kirito, or you want to be Kazuma. They're, they're fun shows, and there is a comfort in them that I think is similar to a Slice of Life show, where even if not everything can be comfy and cozy, you can at least be the biggest badass in the world with a dope-ass sword. Yeah, they're just power fantasy shows, really. Oh, yeah. That they're like, hey... The thing, the thing is, is that there's never good stakes in them, which is why so many of them are bad. Because, yeah, they're power fantasy shows, a lot of them. But, I mean, those get boring really fast if the character, if all the supporting characters aren't really fun to just watch go through the story with. I mean, we, we reached the, mm-hmm. the fast food stage of Isekai because there's like, there's the, there's the grandfather of Isekai, Shield Hero, Mushoko Tensei. And uh, ReZero, those were like the OG Isekai. Like those were back 2013, 2014. That's what set the genre. And then everything else from well, that. Even Log it, Horizon. It, eh, Log Horizon, short, Sword Art. Yeah, I guess that's up there too. And basically all these other just, uh, what's the word? Um, just starting Spin-offs. starting writers, just hobbyists. saw like, hey, this did pretty good. I can do this too. And they just like, hey. Do you mind if I borrow your homework? Like, sure. Just don't make it look too obvious. It's getting to that point where it's just, it just <laughs> repeats over and over. Um, but there's there's a few out. It's kind of like how the previous like hot thing was like battle school, battle high school harem. That that was like oh, yeah. that was the thing yeah. before Isekai. So hopefully when this generation uh, dies down, we get back to some decent fantasy again. Get some mecha, yeah. baby. It's been dead for been too mecha? long. Oh yes, like, it Last was darling time, in the I Franks. Think, oh. <laughs> Darling and the Franks and uh, what was it? Uh, Gridman. Knights, Knights and Fantasy, I think, was like a fantasy yeah. mecha. Oh, God, that show sucked. Almost Esekai. It did, but it was different. <laughs> it was a mech Isekai, which was like, it was. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> but All right, I, well, I think yeah, uh, we, should, we should move on to the next category. Because uh, I <laughs> I don't want this to be another hour and a half long episode. Hey, we're, we're already through two, and it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's setting a solid so, pace. So the next category we're going to be looking at is best voice acting. Uh, for this category, we have Kaguya-sama, ReZero, Fruits Basket, Keep Your Hands Off, Eizouken, uh, Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. Just is say, what it yeah, is? my Teen Romantic so, Comedy Snafu. Snafu, uh, Villainess, and Great Pretender. What I like about this category is, with the exception of ReZero, every show on here, and maybe also Fruits Basket, every show in this category is a comedy, primarily. Uh, uh, Voice acting is incredibly important in comedy because you need that delivery to go with the writing. And then ReZero is probably the biggest suffering show of the season, so you've also got to have really good voice acting to sell those screams of pain. Uh, good, Good category, Hayden. Thanks. I don't know how I'm picking one, though, because <laughs> well, I'm not an expert in voice acting in anime. Um, it's not like... Look, while you think about your pick, right? I want to say, Great Pretender, the first five minutes of Great Pretender, Oh yeah. when they're, when they're really doing 
the because uh, it's a very international show. Every main character in that show is from a different country with its own distinct accent. In the first five minutes, when they're actually doing those accents, it's really interesting. You know, after a while, they default to just doing Japanese or English based on sub or dub, right? Uh, and and those voices are still really good. But I thought it was it was a really cool creative design choice to open up with doing everyone's proper accents, especially to hear Laurent and uh, uh, Edamura doing like broken French, Japanese, and uh, and I mean I, I watched the dub, so broken English, Japanese. Uh, interacting on that level. It was just really cool to see. I kind of wish they'd kept it up through the whole series, uh, but that's not to downplay the work that the rest of the season had to. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, really the only show that Chris watched that's going to be up is Great Pretender. <laughs> Woo! Best show, baby! <laughs> Shh, don't spoil it. Um, <laughs> but I think if I had to pick one, I'm going to have to go with Kaguya-sama, just because the way that main cast just goes all in on performing all the jokes and bits is it's just great and i it's what makes the show is how you can just when you hear it you just know that they're putting everything into it and i for that i have to go with it i'd pick fruits basket but putting dramas in voice acting is kind of hard and i mean hondu tor han Oh my god, Honda Toru, holy crap, is my dark horse and best girl, probably won't win, but like, her voice actor is amazing, uh, but I, I'm gonna have to go with Kaguya-sama on this one. Alright, well, I guess I'll pick it up next, so before I go into it, I'll, I'll say two things first, Chris, you really sold me on finally watching Great Pretender, so I'll probably put that on tonight. You haven't seen, seen it yet? yet. Oh, I'll, I'll come give on. It, I'll, I'll watch it tonight, uh, or start watching it tonight. And also, a perk of, you know, not really understanding Japanese is that it's harder to notice when the voice acting's bad. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> sure, just going off this category, um, I'd probably have to go with... Um, I've seen clips of ReZero, and just the acting that just floored me at some point, so I'll probably go with that one on my preference. Same with Kaguya-sama. They did a great job with that as well, especially the narrator in times. But... Um, Oh, yeah. Narrator's one of the best parts. I'll, I'll sit with ReZero for now. I'm I'm probably going to have to agree with you there, because I'm almost convinced they were actually torturing people in the sound booth <laughs> with like how authentic some of those screams and like just broken soul, heart-wrenching speeches were. Okay, well, that... It was... That's uplifting. <laughs> Very depressing. 10 um, out of 10. Nobody said... Nope. Nobody said it was Re-Zero, a happy show. ReZero is that deep sea trench of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I will give a little shout out to here uh, would be, f- I already did, I just did a little bit with Fruits Basket, but I think that's that's up in drama and I'd go into more of that there. I think, wait, Snafu in drama too? It is not. No. I don't know why I didn't put it there. I think I put it in Slice of Life. We haven't no. reached there yet, so you Where can always put it in there. put it? True, um, but Snafu is really good. I wasn't crazy about this third season because the pacing was so goddamn slow. I loved the ending because um, Iwigahama, best girl, she's up the oh, best girl category. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, it was it was a decent ending or series end. That one, whenever it's a series ending, I always 
am interested to see how it ends because as Chris and I have discussed with our B-Stars talk, ending stuff's hard. (laughs) So whenever it can be done on an acceptable level, I like seeing it. And I thought it was a decent ending. I think the pacing on the anime was just really slow. So I'd be, I kind of want to go back and read it and see how the pacing goes in the light novel. So moving on to the next category, we're going into character design. Uh, for that, we have Azelkin, Decadence, Valeness, Smile Down the Runway, Great Pretender, Dodo Hedoro, Akudama Drive, BNA, and ReZero. This is another really hard one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just because there were almost every show on here had very unique character designs. Like, Villainess and Smile Down the Runway are mostly on there because of the uh, fashion part. I thought like uh, everyone in Villainess is in like 16th century dresses and Smile Down the Runway is literally a show about fashion. So the characters that are putting on the different outfits and designing them meet what you think of the fashion world. And so they're very unique. Doro Hidoro, I mean... The main character is a dude with a giant lizard head. So, but at the end of the day, I have to go with Azukin on this one just because I thought the character designs were so interesting and different, especially what's her face. Did I put her in best girl? Yeah, Kanamori. Kanamori's character design was so cool and just different for a female character character design. And the main character, whose name I don't remember, just very different and not what you'd normally see as female character character designs. So I think because of that alone, I have to go with Azokin. But it's like, I go down the list, like Decadence was really just different. I liked that. Great Pretender character design. I thought all those characters were great. Akudama Drive had very interesting. That one was more how the characters were themselves, but interesting one. BNA, I don't really know why I put on there. I just did because animals, <laughs> man, I don't know. And then ReZero, man. Stars light. The 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 witches in ReZero, I loved all of their designs. So that's a tough category, but I, I got to go with Azekin on that one. Uh, so for me, as far as best character design, it, it kind of stinks for me because for me, I kind of, I put art direction. Uh, would we say animation separate from art direction? Yes. Okay, so for me, I kind of view character design as an extension of art direction. And... I just thought Akudama Drive, the way they introduced the characters the first time, it just really popped. It was it was just so stylistic, and it, it felt just, like a better word, just really cool. Um, same, I'd probably say the same thing for uh, Decadence. Um, Decadence, um, this isn't really going to spoiler territory because it's shown at the end of, you find out by the end of the first episode, but like it has episode, a duality of yeah. animation, which I thought wouldn't work together. But it comes out and works really well. So, art direction, I would give it to Decadence. But for character design, I would give it to Akudama Drive just for how you first met them. And they all, all had very distinctive looks. Like, you could do a profile like, oh, yeah, that's Swindler. Yeah. That was one thing I really liked about all those character designs is they were all felt super unique. The way, And like you said, the way they're introduced is like, oh, this is like an action heist movie. And here's the interstage right this character bam you know them immediately that this person's kind of someone you don't want to mess with it was really good uh, I, I'm, I gotta give it to uh, the great pretender Ooh, 
I just uh, something about the character designs just really uh really speaks speaks to me. Lips, Casey. Listen, (laughs) I can overlook the lips. I I, all right. It's hard, but you can do it. Great Pretender has an interesting fight when it comes to character design because you know as as ridiculous as the story of Great Pretender can be. It also comes out as being one of the most grounded anime that I've ever seen, style-wise, where it it is just a story about people. They're not people that, like, have any crazy powers or abilities. There's people that are really good at what they do. And so even the people in Great Pretender, they're just designed to be people. They're still in an anime style, but their designs always felt really grounded to me, and that was something I appreciated about the show. Yeah, you know, nobody's walking around with a, a floating head or... Nobody's well. I won't say nobody's outrageously small, but nobody has any crazy hair colors. Nobody has any crazy hairstyles. There's not a lot of normal big indicators of yes, this is anime. It's like when you do the first pan of the classroom, like oh yeah, that's the main character. (laughs) We'll give it away. The spiky purple hair. Yeah, it's it. (laughs) Yep, it's a little harder to tell. I almost put Misfit of Demon Academy in here just because it is. Kind of like Azekin, it's one of the few anime that has diverse female character designs. You have a short, you have some short coats. You actually have some plump characters. You have a just tall, athletic as hell chick. And I was like, wow, nice to see that everyone's not the One Piece body. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> All right, so next category is best slice of life, and here we have Somali Kakushigoto. Kaguya-sama, Is the Order a Rabbit, Wandering Witch, Arte, and Days at the Backwater. Full name on that one is Diaries of Our Days on the back, at the Backwater. But, and surprisingly, I think I'm going to pick that one because <laughs> Dark Horse. And for me, the uh, Slice of Life category is cute, dir- cute girls doing cute things. And that was the one that fit the bill the most. Cute girls fishing. I have no reason to like it. I really liked it, and I'm picking that one. <laughs> hey, not here really playing Sega Bass Fishing the anime. Yeah, it was good. And that one kind of got suffered. That one definitely suffered from, uh, yeah, it got completely pushed. Like two or three episodes came out and then got pushed a season because of COVID. Um, but it was still pretty good. And I say that not having finished Is the Order a Rabbit, because honestly, that would probably be my pick if I finished it, because I been watching it and damn is that show cute and funny um but because i haven't finished it and because i'm going with a dark horse days of the backwater is my pick so um i don't really have a horse in this race because i'm not a slice of character i'm a slice of life viewer i'm i'm isekai trash speaking of uh (laughs) speaking of isekai fantasy we never mentioned i don't think we mentioned misfit at demon academy for fantasy that was pretty good, just as an aside. Going back to... Uh, yeah, I put that in the action yeah, Going category. back to Slice of Life, um, to be honest, I heard all the titles. Never Didn't really watch any of them. But I had to just Google what... <laughs> I, I never heard of the Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. So that's that's the loser one, because I just never heard that at all for me. <laughs> oh, God. Is it Breakwater, not it's breakwater. Backwater? Ah, crap. <laughs> yeah, some Maybe dark horse. Yeah, this is my favorite anime. Don't remember the name. Um, uh, all right. 
So then, Casey, how about you? Uh, I'd, I'd have to give it to Is the Order of Rabbit if we're going with just straight up slice of life. It's just like cute, funny eye bleach and mind bleach. <laughs> Why does it gotta this... be bleach? <laughs> because... Because it cleans, it cleanses. Yeah, I can't I think of think. a. Like, okay. yeah, I guess I <laughs> yeah. guess bleach cleans, but I, I can't think of a less bleach cleans in like a genocide. <laughs> he watches kind of that. You don't put it in your eyes. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna call it Lysol. But yeah, uh, he he is right. Yeah. He does have a point. We'll let we'll thought that side. Yeah, we don't have to spend a lot of time on slice of life because it it's forgettable. <laughs> Fish win slice of life. Let's go. So. Uh, now we are getting into the meat and potatoes of the uh, the awards in the back half here, and we're also halfway through the show, ideally. Uh, so we're rolling right into Best Action Adventure Show, and we have Fire Force, Akudama Drive, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dorohedoro, Misfit of Demon Academy, and Decadence. Boy, all of these are good but a lot of up and comers in this category. Yeah, see, Fire. I love to pick Fire Force. There's just something missing from that one for me. I really enjoy it, but it's there's, and I don't know what that thing it's missing is, but it's missing a little something from making that be just a really great show for me. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is hard for me to pick too because only half of that season's come out. I have no reason to believe the second half will be bad because the first half was good enough for me to put it here. Um, Misfit of Demon Demon Academy was kind of came out of nowhere. It's power fantasy that is actually good because the situations the main character is in are so ridiculous. They're like, did he just pick up a whole castle and chuck it across the field, mountain pass, whatever you want to call it? Yeah, he did. Um, but with all that being said, I think I have to go with Doro Hidoro, even though it's probably the lightest show on action of all of these. Um, <laughs> but more just giving love to that show. Cause I thought it was really good and it's a world that I really want to see more of and am probably going to pick the manga up at some point because it's, you don't see shows where like mages, a little i guess to give a little background on it it's basically like you li- the you live in a world that has it's split between like the world we live in and like a mage magical world where like all the mages live <laughs> kind of yeah kind of like harry potter except they all use like weird blood magic stuff i think i still don't really know it's kind of confusing but <laughs> really good and i'm going with doro hidoro for best action adventure show so All right, gutter. I'm gonna I'm gonna wimp out again and kind of split it up into two between for me, anime originals and just adaptations. Uh, adaptations hand downs for me, Misfit at Demon Academy because I just enjoy that overpowered trash. Um, <laughs> as far as like just like something that I couldn't read ahead in light novels or manga, um, I probably have to say. Mm, Decadence really popped out to me. I, I like that with with Akinoma Drive close behind. We got a couple good original yeah. shows this year, which doesn't always happen because sometimes, most of the time, they I don't think they hit very well. But when you get a good one, I think for good. Me, and the reason probably I like good. Decadence is because if you squint your eyes just enough, it's almost a mecha. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's that weird 
difference between like mecha attack on titan and just kid show because of the art style yeah. but it meshes all of those together and you're like i don't really know how this works but it yeah. does <laughs> all right I'm, yep i i gotta give it to uh a guilty of pleasure minus fire force okay i just it's i i do think it's a little slow in some points but overall, just as far as fight scene adventure, like kind of like crazy what happens next stuff, it's just they do some insane things. And those fights are just beautiful to watch. Yeah, the fights in season two, I thought, were definitely pretty great. I think better than season one in oh, a lot definitely. of cases. Um, have you read any of the manga? I have not. not see, yet. I want to, oh, I might, I might check that out and see if. If to your point, it's a pacing thing, and that's t- done better in the manga. But I'm glad you picked that one, giving it some love. Everybody's got to get a little love. <laughs> All right, so then moving on for best drama and mystery, we've got Id Invaded, Fruits Basket, Wave Listen to Me, ReZero, Great Pretender, and Moriarty the Patriot. And if you pick anything other than Great Pretender, you're just wrong. Oh, Chris, but see, Wave Listen to Me is a show I want you to watch because it's about radio, and I think you'd really like it. <laughs> Although, I don't even know if I can put that one in drama. This category makes no sense. Who came up with these categories? Because <laughs> the fact that I put drama and mystery together is pretty stupid, but I think I only put them together because ID Invaded and Moriarty the Patriot are dramas but they're also mystery shows and the other ones are more dramas yeah except maybe it, wave it, listen to me i this is a bad category like, but um, police drama kind of meshes together the because it's gonna be a reoccurring thing of this show uh i have to go with great pretender because i'll go into that more later the last of us part two the last of us part two Great Pretender is not in every category here. It's just going to win the ones it is. Yeah. Like The Last of Us Part 2. Well, I mean, well, all right. It's Um, only in like three categories. For me, um, I can't, I really like Moriari the Patriot. I can't really give it to it, though, because it was more of like a kind of baddie of a week. There, There was a little bit of an overarching plot, but again, we've only seen the first half of the season. The second half airs, I believe spring i'm not sure if i recall right oh i didn't know that they were yeah i believe it's split core if i recall um ed invaded though i really enjoyed it It had a it had a it had a continuous plot it had me watching week by week and i just really enjoyed it and it was anime original too so i'll give it to invaded casey can you give us a fourth way to pronounce it invaded i'd Invaded it. I mean, isn't the whole <laughs> thing about like ID? Like ID the kid. No, ID it's the about guy. going into the id of someone's brain. Yeah. yeah. It's Come on, Gunner. You watched it. It, it was like <laughs> weeks ago. Months ago. That was like pre COVID if I recall. That like that's a, a whole different th- year basically. Yeah, I think that was a winter show that, yeah, that I didn't was... watch until the spring because everything got pushed and I needed something to watch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Casey, best drama? All right, um, I'm going to go more on... Great Pretender, right? I mean, you can think that. I'm going to go, if we're putting drama and mystery together, I'm going to go with Ray Zero. Because there's drama and there's hella mystery. Like, it, 
just the f- the first season and even the second season. There's way more questions than answers. I feel and that's kind of the the whole point of a mystery show. And then drama, it's it's all drama. True. It's at least- to Dunhaden, you've poisoned the category with the M word. <laughs> well, I mean, ReZero is the only other show I think that really could throw punches with Great Pretender. It's just we only have half the season, and that I can't pick it because of that. But yeah, same, to, same for myself. To Casey's yeah. point, they at least started answering all these some of these questions that they left us with in season one. But also, as he said, we have all these other ones now. But um, yeah, I don't know why the hell I put Wave Listen to me in this category. That was, <laughs> I think it was just an excuse to put it in a category because I thought that was a really underappreciated show. Okay, uh, we are starting to get into the categories with the big boy lists now because there's a there's a lot a lot of good for these categories. Uh, so we are going into best OP. Uh, for that we have Dodo Hidoro, Azoken, Villainess, Interspecies Reviewers, Great Pretender, Sleepy Princess, Rent a Girlfriend. Jujutsu Kaisen, Haikyuu, Black Clover, and Akudama Drive. So Hayden, no, why is it Great Pretender? Uh, it's uh, actually it's not Great Pretender. It's, actually, it's actually not. This category, uh, I, I actually I can actually I can actually speak on this category. Uh, yeah, because you could watch all of these. Did you watch um, them all? I did. Yes, yeah, so you go first. Uh, I actually don't like Great Pretenders OP. <gasps> ooh, controversy. That's ooh, that, you hit me in the I, heart, man. I think. I think the real power is in the ED, first of all. True. Uh, but also, like, for for OPs, and for a lot of times anime in general, the most important thing for me is style. Mm-hmm. And while Great Pretender does have style, because in a lot of ways that show is just the embodiment of jazz, and the OP is very jazzy, uh, the... Uh, the 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 gist of the OP is kind of gotten across in a first viewing, and I never felt like I wanted to see it again because it was a very stylized. Like it went through all the arcs of the show. It had all the visuals to represent everything that was going to happen, and that was very cool for first viewing. But then the visuals didn't really grab me every other time, and because the intro was jazzy, it also kind of came off as just kind of noodling on a bunch of instruments. It was just making noise that was indicative of the show. It didn't come off to me as much of a cohesive song. Um, so to that end, I think Azokin actually does style a lot fucking better with a better song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my pick for best OP is Keep Your Hands Off Azokin. Oh, see, this- that being said, I think, uh, I think Red a Girlfriend might have my favorite song of any of the OPs. But yeah. as far as a package, Azokin. Yeah. <laughs> that I would give you that. Like that's why I wanted to clarify. Like, for me, best OP is more on the visuals matched with the song choice. Mm-hmm. I know. Like I think some people when like if it's uh uh anime trending or I I think might do it song. There's a song, not OP. Um, I don't like doing that because then it's just semantics of what music do you like better, and that's so much harder to. This category is bullshit. Um, it's all preference, it's, really. Yeah, it's all preference. Another two more clarification notes. Haikyuu is both of them. I know that's cheating, but they were both great uh, for both halves of the season. And Black Clover is all three of them <laughs> that for this year. Um, because 
that's me going. I I think Black Clover has some of the best OPs of any shonen show. Um, that's me mm-hmm. sucking on Black Clover. Yeah. Um, but for picking a winner, oh, I first I was like, it's got to be Azekin, easy. But the trippiness of Dorohidoro's, I just always <laughs> Dorohidoro's OP is a journey on its own. I, I know it's this one's so if I have to knock it down, it's Dorohidoro, Ezokin, Interspecies Reviewers, and Sleepy Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's four of them. Sleepy Girlfriend. <laughs> sleepy Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Sleepy. It, sleepy it's Princess. Sleepy Princess or Rita Girlfriend. Hey, you can't have them both. Hell. Um, or Sleepy Princess, not Rita Girlfriends, because the song, like you said, song's great. I'm never, I'm not giving Rita Girlfriend an award in anything. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Except maybe Best Girl. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh, those four are just so good to me. I, Sleepy Princess's OP has no reason to be as good as it is, <laughs> but it's just great. Yeah, same with the ending and four. The ending's good as well. Interspecies Reviewers is just troll as hell. But with all that said, I think I also have to go with Azokin because, Partly, well, partly because it adds so much to that first episode of the show, which is one of the greatest single episodes of anime I've seen. Because you're just like, wait, whoa, wow, everything's new. And they kind of do a lot of stuff later, so it loses some of its magic. Mm -hmm. But the scene where they're just like sketching out the idea for their animation and you see it in like the way you would imagine it going on in your mind was so freaking cool. And then to add that OP to that episode just sold it for me. So I, if I have to pick, and I do because that's why we're here, I'm going with Azekin as well. Nice. Got it. Right, so for me, um, again, trash taste, Isekai lover here. So I kind of just based my best OP off of just what I just never skipped. Because you know a lot of people, you watch the you watch yeah. the OP the first time, you skip it all the other times. For me, sure. like, that's for Akinama Drive. Akinama Drive, very stylistic. It's very cool. And if you pay attention, the opening actually changes a bit over the course of the season, which I thought was really cool. But uh, that didn't stop me from skipping it after, like, episode four. <laughs> um, but Sippy Princess, I would watch the OP every single time because it's just so upbeat and cheery along with the visuals. So I have to give it to Sleepy Princess. And I just want to give a, spe- spe- the <clears throat> a special mention to uh, Misfit at Demon Academy because... That OP was just, that was a banger. And <laughs> that's all I got. All right, Casey. All right, so it's not my pick, but in defense of Great Pretender, the actual song for that OP, they used about 70 seconds of the song. That's a seven minute long song that oh they cut God. down into that. And that sounds jazz. It, and it, it <laughs> is very much so. It, it is the epitome of jazz. But as far as a pick goes, I I gotta give it to interspecies reviewers. Hey, it's I'm, just you know, I'm happy. It's <laughs> it works so the visuals and the song just work so well together. Mm-hmm. You never skip it. it. You go back and watch it just because you know it, it's happy. It's go lucky. It's it's kind of the same as uh, Sleepy Princess. It, <laughs> it's something you're never gonna skip, and it's just so happy and goofy and amazing. That you can't skip it. Have you guys seen Azokin? I've seen uh, like the first uh, like 
the episode. I'm like, eh, not for me. Okay. I've seen I've seen the OP, but I've not actually watched the show yet. See, okay, that makes sense because you guys are saying like, I agree, those two are both non skippable ones. And if you dared say that Azakins is a, you could skip that one. I jump through <laughs> the microphone and slap you in the face because oh. that is also a you can't skip that one. This was on list either, but uh, Moriarty the Patriot that opening was pretty good as well, and it was very it actually. I would say that's one of the animes where one of the openings where the song actually matched, like the visuals on scene, it actually yeah. went, went along pretty well. So I'd give that an honorable mention as well. This category was really hard to come up with to just stop adding stuff to yeah. because there are just a <laughs> lot. If 2020 did anything good in anime, it was OPs. We had some really damn good OPs. I feel uh, like, like Tony Kawa most- came out of nowhere. Wait, did that not get on here? That's not on the list. Oh you my god. Put it. Oh my god, I forgot to put that one. Hayden, you have to stop adding to the list. But see, this is what I'm saying. It's like, there were so many damn good OPs. Tony Kawa should be on this, because that is, from a song alone, the best banger of an OP all year. Easy. But It's a, it's a damn shame B-Star Season 1 hit right at the end of 2019, because uh, yeah. otherwise, that, that'd be on uh, here. There wouldn't be a question in my mind about the best <laughs> uh, if B-Star Season 1 was here. Is Tony yeah, Kawa this... the, the one by the guy, the same guy who did Hayate, the combat butler? I believe uh, it is. I don't know. Is that the it's moon the one? It's the marriage one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mar- yeah. yeah, that, that opening is pretty good as well. Um, But yeah, I think I think we, we got to move on from OP because the next, well, Best Boy will be a little easier. But the next three I think will be harder, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, so for Best Boy, we have Shirogane from Kaguya-sama. Hinata from Haikyuu, Yuzaki from Todekawa, Ishigami from Kaguya-sama, Courier from Akudama Drive, uh, Anos from Voldegold. No, Anos Voldegold from Misfit of Demon Academy. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, you didn't you didn't have the anime there, Hayden. You fucking me up. It was too script. long to make the whole cell like <laughs> twice as big. Uh, we also have Subaru from ReZero, Hachiman from Snafu, and Laurent from Great Pretender help i don't know a lot of a lot of a lot of good picks here i know i'm not i'm not even gonna come out and say that laron is the easy choice because he's not laron's kind of a piece of shit anyway i think you know there's the sympathy vote where you can go with subaru because god bless that boy um i think i have to go oh fuck mine's between ishigami and hinata and you know what? Hinata made me smile the most this year, so he gets my best boy of 2020. In a year That's where, totally fair. In a year where we needed smiles, Hinata made me smile the most, and so I'm going with him. Uh, okay, so not sure why Courier's on the list, because he, he's pretty flat. <laughs> he's badass. What are you talking about? He's badass, but he, of all the um, characters in the show, he was one of the least... Um, developed i think he's got a bike that can shoot a goss cannon okay so re- remember <laughs> i'm saying this and then i'm gonna pivot and say i liked anos it, the most <laughs> uh yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say if you know pivot and say i'm going with courier i'm also gonna come through the mic and punch you in the face <laughs> <laughs> no and it's just because just the lines he he delivered and just um his whole character it's it's so absurd that it's entertaining oh god i love him <laughs> 
Same same guy who said, just because you kill me, you think I'll die. <laughs> yeah, just because you kill me, you think I'm dead? The man killed oh. somebody with his own heart and brought him back to life just to kill him again. It, oof. That show's great. I need to rewatch that soon. All right, so it's it's close to a tie. Anos, Anos is my second boy. But our first boy is Ishigami. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's just... I feel like everybody's felt like him once in a while. He, he's like the people... he's the perfect he's the perfect boy. So I... uh, do sharpen your pitchfork, as I've not really seen Kaguya Sama. Sama. I have it on Ugh. my list. I have it on my list. Come it's on. Top. I haven't gotten to it. But Ishigama, he's the, he's the poor bloke that's like the gamer who always gets smacked on by the people. The he is one. okay. Sad, yeah. sad boy, sad boy Ishigami. Chris, do you have a pick for this one? Um. I mean, with my limited knowledge, uh, honestly, I kind of lean towards Shiogane from Kaguya-sama. Solid pick. Um, Because, I mean, like, you know, Ishigami's great, and in a lot of regards, he's my fucking spirit animal. Uh, But, kind of like your pick for Hinata, uh, I I, I feel a connection to Shiogane. I like seeing him succeed. It's funny to see him fail. (laughs) Uh, The scenes from Kaguya-sama with Shiogane are some of my favorite. just because uh, in a lot of ways, you know, while the, the main caveat of the show is obviously the relationship between him and Kaguya, it, a lot of times for me, it feels like Shiragata himself is the soul of the show. And uh, I always enjoy the show more when the focus is on him. Fair. A little shout out. So to, I got to do a quick shout out to Hachiman because, you know, Snafu ended and he got with the best girl from that show. Congrats. And I guess Yuzaki, but James isn't here, so I don't really have to talk. Tony Kawa much, so, yeah. But, Hachiman, good boy. So, moving on to the longest category in the, uh, in the episode here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even more than OP, Hayden just couldn't stop adding girls. There were a lot of best girls, okay? So, for the best girl category, uh, Misaka Mikoto from Railgun, Katarina Klaas from Villainess, Honda Toru from Fruits Basket, Ichinose from Rent-A-Girlfriend, Elena from Wandering Witch, Swindler from Akudama Drive, Shinomiya from Kakiyasama, Kanamori from Eizouken, Yuki Noshita from Snafu, Tsukasa from Todikawa, Hayasaka from Kagiyasama, Echidna from ReZero, Cynthia from Great Pretender, and Abigail from Great Pretender. Now, uh, Casey, have you seen Great Pretender? I have seen a couple episodes. I've yet to finish it. Okay, so Hayden, my question to you. Yes. And this will probably be easy, but I'm wondering, who do you think my best girl from Great Pretender is? I don't want to pick because I'll be wrong. Oh. I, I just know whichever one I pick will be the wrong one. I would say Abigail, but that's because that's my best girl from Great Pretender. But I think you were a Cynthia simp. You are correct. I am a Cynthia simp. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, this... See, here's the thing. I got to Hayasaka from Kaguya-sama, and then I forgot, wait, I forgot I love Echidna. I almost <laughs> forgot to put Echidna on the list. And then I was like, oh, shit, I have to put both the girls from Great Pretender on, because I have to. I Both the girls? Yeah. I, well, I don't care for the third one much. But Hayden, it's ReZero. What about Rim? She wasn't in the season. She's in it for like three minutes. 
Spoiler. Um, <laughs> but this one's really, really, really hard. Really hard. Like, like really. I don't think you understand how hard <laughs> this one's going to be. It's pretty easy for me. Yeah, it's just Cynthia. I'm pr- <laughs> okay. Then you guys go. Fuck it. I'll go last. <laughs> All right, Gunner. Who's who's your girl? Right? Uh, Swindler. Just because. Pick she- your girl and simp for her. Swindler, because she actually showed character development throughout the show. Oof. Wow, that's a shot at uh, half the girls on this list. <laughs> Oof. James would like a word about Ichinose. Yeah, but James is in here, so it doesn't matter. But, but she might be my pick, so I have to back him up on but this. Yeah, but, I hate that show, and I love her. But of the list, Swindler was showed pretty good character development. Elena showed similar, but again, just favorite Rock and Dome Drive kind of played into that. Okay. Casey, you got a girl? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, it's kind of a... Uh, I, w- I would think kind of a dark horse. I'm Hayasaka. Kaguya-sama. Yeah, okay. Was okay. A, it's just a solid all-around choice. I just the the deadpan delivery and the <laughs> just the the clear frustration with somebody that we've all felt trying to get somebody to do something or get two people <laughs> together. Just just. She's- also, H- Hayasaka is from my favorite school of writing side characters, where you give the side characters the best lines of the show because you want those characters to be memorable. Exactly. And Hayasaka, on her own, for several weeks, carried the meme game for Kaguya-sama. I yep. mean, it was my picture on Discord is that the like Is that the Hey Hey Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Hey Hey! So, Chris, you're Cynthia. Any, any uh, yeah. follow-up? No. Fuck. So uh, most I could say is that the third arc in Great Pretender, the one that focuses on Cynthia, um, even with the show being done and the uh, the meaty nine episode fourth and final arc for the show, uh, the third arc, uh, Snow of London, is the one that I keep going back to. Oh. I keep rewatching it, and it makes me cry every time I finish that 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 arc. It's the scene. Uh, it's it, so it good. brought Cynthia so close to my heart. Oh. I'm right, I love that I, poor I'm, girl. Oh, I'm right there with you. I I love that arc. And now you're going to make me go rewatch just that arc. Damn it. <laughs> so, okay. I got to narrow this down first. I can't... I Normally, Misaka Mikoto would be in the running, but I'm not putting a middle schooler in my list for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, so, I have to limit it down to Honda Toru... Ichinose from Rent a Girlfriend, uh, and probably Echidna. And who the fuck am I kidding? It's gonna be Echidna. I mean, <laughs> I bought a damn. Fig- I think Echidna. Echidna was a community favorite for a long time. Yeah, I. I mean, Subaru had to keep drinking her sweat tea. So hold up, wait. Don't, oh, that's, don't spoil. that's what the juice was. What the heck? Yeah, I've not seen it's the second a, season. What are you joke, going on about? What? They just, it's one line where uh, she's it, like, oh, you're drinking my bodily fluids. And you're like, wait, what? Uh, it's one line that just okay. grew I always and assumed ran. it was sweat. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I could be wrong. <laughs> um, but I mean, I bought a figure for her. So I think I have to pick Echidna because I spent real world money on her. <laughs> <laughs> and if that isn't the biggest symbol of all. <laughs> <He truly> yeah. <laughs> 
I got really close on uh, Ichinose, but I didn't pull the trigger. Mostly because I didn't like any of the figures that they had. Man, Damn. I really hope people don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, best animation. Hanako-kun, Eizouken, Akudama Drive, Sword Art, Fire Force, Dorohedoro, Kaguya-sama, and Decadence. I got some new ones in here. And don't be mad about the Sword Art one, because the animation in it was actually pretty good. It the was, animation it is pretty good. It is good. If they can do one thing right. The only good thing about it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the occasional decent OP. Um, this one's tough. Hanako Kun. I don't know if any of you watched that. That is like a uh, a yokai. It it's like a yokai e show. Um, it's about like a some uh, Japanese urban legend that is alive on a school ground that the main character girl interacts with. Uh, it just had a really interesting art style, and that's why I put it there because I just really liked the art style of it. It was different from a lot of other anime. Um, but man, this one. This one's kind of hard. I don't know how I don't pick Azukin. Funny enough, uh, Great Pretender's not on here. I was, I mean, I like the art style of it, but there wasn't really many scenes in the animation where you're like, wow, that was really cool. So that's why that's not here. Um, to Casey's point, the fights in Fire Force are really good, and the fire animation is really good. Um, but I think I'm going to have to stick with Azokin because mostly because of the recurring, like, uh, creative thinking animation scenes in that show. I just loved all of them. And that first one's so good that it kind of carries this award for me. All right. Uh, here comes the broken record. So, Akadama Drive, Decadence. <laughs> um, I, I, mm. Again, Akadama Drive. You must pick, child. It really popped out. You could, You can really really tell what's going on but decadence just i I just have to give the decadence just for the fact where they can just show two very distinct animation styles in the whole show you're like this is no no way this is going to work when they get merged together and then it happens like huh that's pretty good (laughs) so i have to give it the decadence just for getting over the two different animation hurdle and meshing it together believably like i was expecting like some bad cg to happen but never came all right casey all right, I'm I'm gonna have to keep going with my uh, my fire force has got to be my pick. Uh, just the the fire animation in that is just too beautiful to not give this kind of credit. It's just it's like staring into a like lit fire of logs. You you just stare at it forever. You just have a fire in your room. Exactly. <laughs> a contained just fire. Put it on a loop. Put it on the TV, like the U Log channel or something, and just stare at it forever. Not to say there weren't other good picks. Like Azokin was ridiculously just. It worked. I, I don't know how to describe it. It just worked. But Fire Force has got to be a uh, number one there. Chris, do you have any input on this one? Uh, I I feel like I can't give enough input to say that one is better than another because i haven't seen so many uh just you know a general shout out to azoken just for again being the most stylistically pleasing show of the season that i saw for me 
you mean year? Yes. <laughs> I also got a shout out to Doro Hidoro's because it was almost like a pastel-y, I think that's the right color descriptive word. It was just a different mm. co- or color palette than most shows I you see were. So I, I really like Doro Hidoro too. And this one I found, well, that was more the colors, not the actual animation. But um, so yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Good talk. Okay, so then I'm gonna move on to the the big boy category, uh, show of the year. Woo! Where we have High Q, Interspecies Reviewers, Dodo Hey Dodo, Azoken, Railgun, Kaguya-sama, Fruits Basket, ReZero, Great Pretender. And Sleepy Princess. You bet your ass I put Sleepy Princess in show of the year. <laughs> All right, Hayden, simp for your show. Oh, farts. Because this one's, oh, I mean, I'm going to end up picking Great Pretender. So, like, I'm more using my time uh, <laughs> to shout out some of the other ones. Like, I mean, I know you can't watch Interspecies Reviewers on any streaming site, but go find it and watch it because goddamn is that show funny as hell the animation's great actually i should have put that in best animation um and it's it's just so good like a show about people going around to brothels shouldn't be that funny and entertaining but damn is that show good (laughs) and if you haven't seen haikyuu for uh the one millionth time one to you chris specifically go watch it because this last season was all i mean it's just as good as the other ones uh railguns on there is like a sleeper thing I don't think any of you guys watched that, but I'm I'm in the index hole, so really enjoy Railgun. Uh, Fruits Basket was really good this year, really good. Um, I've, we've already kind of spoken on the other the others a lot, but at the end of the day, I got to go with Great Pretender just because. I mean, mostly to Chris's point, that third story arc is like if the show had ended there, I'd have been like, okay, yeah. This is a 10 out of 10. Easy. Um, that arc might be a 10 out of 10. But the show overall, really good. I haven't seen it getting recognized much. And that's mostly a uh, critique to uh, anime trending. I know that they're sh- like the shows that are up are all community voted on. But I can't... because I think it's because it didn't come out in a season, during a season. It was like whenever it came out because it's netflix that i just don't know if that was held against it or if just people didn't see it but damn that show's fantastic it's my show of the year and i think anyone not even just anime fans can enjoy that show because as i watched the sub pretty sure chris you watched the dub and they're both great mm-hmm. yeah hayden on, so. on the topic of great pretender i think it's just like the curse of netflix and that it's in batches. It's not a week by week, so it's not always in people's minds to remember. Yeah, because Doro Hidoro is not nominated for anything either. And I'm yeah. like, those are two of the best shows that came out because, this year. Um, Them not being on a show of the year list is insulting. Because like to the me. same thing happened to Carol on Tuesday. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Really good it show. Got nominated like, for like the specialty award categories but yeah. i don't think it was it was nominated for show of the year last year though. It, it at least Japan, on crunch yeah, but like was. like in people's headspace like in and like general oh, yeah. general knowledge of it because it aired in april it didn't actually come to netflix until i think 
first half was September, second half was December or something. So it was a very long delay. Um, I guess uh, segueing into my show of the year, um, for me, I as I mentioned to Chris earlier, I need to get around to watching Great Pretender. ReZero, I put it on the side because of just um, just wanting to finish, want to see the whole second season all in one go. Um, of these, of the other shows on the list, the only one I really, really watched was Sleepy Princess. So off the list alone, <laughs> I'd have to give it Sleepy Princess. But um, hell yeah. Um, like as an aside, like man, this this year has been weird um, because I, I watched I watched a lot of shows from previous years as well, so it kind of all meshes together. So I'm like, did I watch? The, did the show come out this year or not? But um, just like thinking of shows by season, like. Sleepy Princess was my winter win. Bowfairy was my um, spring win, I believe, was was that one? Was that, was that yeah. correct? Yeah, I think that was yeah. spring. But yeah, after the list alone, I'd, I'd have to just give it to Sleepy, just just out of pure enjoyment. <laughs> I love it. It always left me with a smile on my face. <laughs> so. We needed it in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> We Casey? we did, which is that's that's kind of why that's also my uh, best show. Re- Casey, I a, thought you were going with interspecies reviewers. You, you let know, me down. You know, if you want to put <laughs> Dogeza on there, one hundred percent best show. <laughs> hey, we we're accepting write-ins. If that's your show of the year, go for it. I wouldn't say it's it's too short to be the show of the year. It, it was a it's a great pick you up show, but uh. A Sleepy Princess just overall was like the best, like end of the week, just shut your brain off and enjoy some cute, just some cute insaneness. And it had consistent quality, like it didn't rise or dip, it stayed pretty, pretty on point throughout the whole 12 episodes. Yep, nothing really, uh, there were no shallows, they were all peaks. <laughs> just peaks. Just peaks. Nice. Chris, we already know what your show is. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I I can't say that it was the best show because I haven't seen so many, and I'm not making any qualms about that. Uh, but but yeah, great pretender. <laughs> See, I, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be to put... This was one of the easier ones for me to make a list on, even though there, were, there was a decent amount. These were almost all the shows I would rate at an eight or higher. There weren't many others. I think, I think uh, I'm actually trying to think of any that I would have rated an eight or higher that I didn't put in the show of the year category. There just weren't that many really good shows this year. Um, These ones were all really good. And I think every show in the show of the year category is worth watching. If you like watching anime, some of them are going to take, more of a time commitment because Haikyuu, this is the fourth season. Um, Railgun is the third season and all three of their seasons are 24 episodes. Uh, Fruits Basket, this was the end of season two of 24. Um, ReZero also had a 24. So some of them have some time commitments to get to the most current season that was in here. That was one thing I didn't put in any of the show titles was the what season it was. But um, all in all, like I mean, twenty twenty, as I've said, in anime, it was we we've been pretty spoiled the last few years. I think because seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen were all 
great. I got a thing. I think Crunchyroll did a thing that was uh, three years ago today, either today or yesterday. Uh, uh, a Place Further Than the Universe came out. And I'm like, oh my God, it's already been three years since that show came out. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, nothing. We had nothing like that this year, I don't think. Um, hey, fuck you. We had Great Pretender. It was good, but I mean, I have A Place Further Than the Universe as a 10 out of 10. Uh, the ending to Great Pretender kept me from putting it as a 10 out of 10. It was cl- yeah. really close, but we, yeah, wait, right. didn't we have a whole episode about this? Kinda. I don't know if we've actually put that one up. Maybe we have. If we have, go listen to it. You'll get all our thoughts <laughs> on Great Pretender. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, if anyone else has some closing notes on your thoughts of the 2020 anime year, because God knows we, I can't wait for 2021. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. 21 is going to be a lot more difficult because I'm just looking at spring alone I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, the, the winter season is going to be rough, and that starts like this week. <laughs> you got Slime Witch, you got Tensei Slime, you got Irumakun, you got second season of Moriarty, and that's just it's all gonna, in one season. And a year from now, there'll be even more Best Girl nominees. Look at all this isekai yep. trash. <laughs> it it's a it's a weeb it's an isekai weeb's fantasy this next season. Yeah, well, I think with that, that'll wrap up our award show. It wasn't a yep. traditional award show because we all have different opinions and you can think whatever you want, but my picks were the best. So, mm. you know. That's debatable. Uh, you didn't have Great Pretender as show of the year, so. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you did. What are you talking the about? Didn't. The others didn't. Um, yeah, to, to make this easier on Chris to edit, we will end it here. And not Ooh. draw out the ending like we normally do. So we'll be back next week with a regular episode where I get to talk about video games again. And it'll be a Yay. lot more Chris and a lot less me, I can assure you. So <laughs> what do you do? You need to talk about JRPGs next week. No. No, no it, Chris gets to talk about whatever he wants. Check us out at our Twitter at ObsessionPod. Underscore pod. Obsession underscore pod with the outside at the front. You know how the Twitter does. And yeah, uh, we're looking to put out some different content coming out this year. 2021 is the year of the content for the Healthy Obsession. Woo! Woo! So yeah, we'll see you next week. Good night.